Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the ability to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host Mike Lepree, here with my co-host Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 89 of Screwball, and the last one, uh, the last regular weekly episode of Screwball for the 2021 year and 2021 season. Uh, after this episode, we are going to shift into our, our off-season mode, in which we record every other week. So we will be off next week, just at the top of the show. Uh, as a reminder, uh, but this episode we're going to center around just that, the offseason, um, just a general offseason outlook um, where free agents we think are going to go. We got a list of Hall of Fame uh, eligibles for first year uh, Hall of Fame ballot. We also have people leaving the Hall of Fame ballot um, and just general updates. Um, we're going to give what we think is going to happen in the offseason, where we think teams can go and, and uh, things of that matter. So. Uh, with that, we do have some news, as you know, the offseason is always filled with news regardless. Even at, right up to the minute we were recording this, we st- we were getting updates uh, on signings and stuff. So, so I'll let Frank handle the news, as he usually does in the last uh, few weeks here. And he's also going to take lead on the uh, uh, the free agents we have here, because he had a much bigger <laughs> bigger list than I prepared for. So, um, so yeah, so whatever uh, news uh, we thought was... Um, it was relevant to this week. Uh, I'll let Frank take that over. Yeah. Um, you know, we start off with Sandy Alcantara. Expected extension with the Marlins five years. It's a pretty good deal. Um, that's actually a really good deal. Uh, the money-wise, what it was looking at, looks like it's a really good deal for the Marlins and um, not a bad deal for, for the player himself. <clears throat> we also have the Mets finally get their GM, Billy Epler, former Yankee assistant GM with the Angels. Um, so that's good. It's actually probably, I think probably the best guy they could have got, even though they got turned down by 100 people. That probably was the best one they could have got. Mm. And what this can lead to, Epler was with the Yankees. He was a big fan of Showalter. It'd be a great move for the Mets to get Showalter. Yeah. Um, also, Epler was with the Angels when Allsmith was there, Brad Allsmith. So that could be their two, you know, their next move, you know, a manager, either Showalter or Allsmith. Mm. Um, to kind of stick with the Mets, Noah Syndergaard leaves, went to the Angels. One year, then goes $21 million. Yeah. It's a huge deal for him. Uh, Angels need pitching. Give it a shot. Why not? Uh, stick with the Angels now. Tyler Wade traded from the Yankees to the Angels for cash considerations or a player to be named later, so pretty much nothing. We also have Clint Frazier designated for assignment, which is kind of somewhat surprising. Not really surprising by his performance and his health, but surprising that he was the number one prospect who really hasn't gotten no time in the majors and he got designated for assignment. We also have Pirates sign Jose Quintana. And just recently, like Mike said, we had news coming in. Aaron Loop to the Angels and Anthony Descafani to the stay with the Giants. Yep. So there's some breaking news. And Alex Wood expected to sign back with the Giants as well. So that's kind of our up-to-date news, which a lot of these players you kind of expect, as we mentioned last week, to sign because of the lockout possible. Manfred brought that up. He said the possibility of a lockout they think could help avoid a lockout, which mm-hmm. obviously that makes, that makes sense. It's like, hey, no money. You know, no sport. Right. So let's get a deal done. So it wasn't brain surgery that he brought that up. But that that is good news that he actually brought that up. That they don't want to get a lockout. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're like, okay, it's going to take a lockout to get this. But they're trying to avoid that, which is kind of good. 
Um, some other news I've seen recently, the A's um, put a bid in to buy land in Las Vegas. Okay. Before MLB really gave them permission to relocate fully. Um, and someone, I believe somewhere, there was some deal they offered them that they, if they moved there, they'd give them the land for free oh, in Vegas. Okay. So, I don't know. There's a lot of crazy stuff going out on out in Oakland wow. with the A's. Yeah, I didn't even hear about that. That's pretty yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. So, other than that, I mean, that was pretty much our news segment, you know. We just wanted to kind of get into some of our free agents in our offseason or outlook. That's the whole point of the of the episode here. Mm-hmm. And to start, I think we start with some of the bigger name free agents we have here. And the first one is Carlos Correa. Yeah. Obviously probably the top shortstop here, probably a top free agent. What are we looking at? Personally, I think he goes to Detroit. You know, there's obviously Detroit's willing to spend. Detroit's on the verge of being good. They got some young pitchers. So I think he goes to Detroit. And he also has connection with A.J. Hinch. I don't think that's a great spot for him for his personal offensive stats, the big stadium, but going from Houston to Detroit, it's quite a jump, but, you know, not a bad landing spot. No. No, you're right, though, about the offensive uh, stats there because you could see, a, you would think you'd see a drop in home runs, maybe a tick up in average or something. He's got a lot more land out in the, you know, in the gaps. Um, but that's where I think he's going, too, is the Tigers. Uh, I was of the mind when the offseason first started about all the – you know, all the rumors surrounding the Yankees, I thought it was a really big possibility that he goes to the Yankees. But uh, as time has gone on and, and you know, the start of the dominoes have started to fall and more rumors come out, I, I think that he's going to go to the Tigers. It just makes sense. Tigers are going to have the money. Um, they have the need. Um, they are kind of an up-and-coming team, and it makes sense to go get a guy. He's 26, 27. So go get kind of your guy and then build from there. So I think it makes all the sense for the Tigers to sign him. It's clear the Astros aren't going to get him back because they, what he felt was just a slap in the face of the deal. So I, I think that the Tigers, I just think that they make the most sense. Yeah, and the moves they expect to make, it kind of gets gets that feeling of the Tigers when they got Miggy, mm. where it's like, okay, let's push this rebuild up a couple of years. Let's sign a couple of big guys here, and, and let's get contending right now. Mm. So that's what it seems like what the Tigers are doing, um, which is good. Right. Uh, next free agent here, Corey Seager. I expect him to go to the Yankees. I know there's rumors that the Yankees not being in on shortstops. They're in on a shortstop. I think they're just going to kind of wait around, see what the price is. Maybe the price falls a bit. They jump in. Here you go. Come on. Hmm. That's what they're going to do. I think the course here goes to the Yankees. Left-handed bat, which left-handed shortstop um, also has some versatility. But um, I think he goes to the Yankees. I think that's pretty much makes the most sense to me. Yeah, I agree. I think that he either goes to uh, the Yankees or back to the Dodgers. Um, because there was a, a thing that came out today that said the Dodgers were are considering him um, because they they do have a backup plan so they're not um, l- you know they're not living and dying by Corey Seager but I, it did sound to me like they were at least like gonna kick the tires and see what they could do with him but I think that it just makes the most sense for the Yankees lefty um, doesn't come with the baggage of of you know previous years like Carlos Correa and kind of the the, the little feud the Yankees and the Astros had there. Um, so I think Corey Seager makes the most sense for the Yankees. That's kind of where I see him going. But Correa and and Seager are kind of one and the same in the way of, like, you really only worry about their injuries. So, um, you know, is that something the Yankees look at, really? Or really any team sign them is like, well, yeah, they're talented. They're well, both I, super talented. I but. think that's why maybe Seager's a little bit easier because he's not going to demand as much money. Yeah. So if something goes wrong, you know, it's a little easier. Um, yeah, right. You know, they get to the next one, we got Chris Bryant. Uh, third base, outfield utility, kind of wherever you want to play him. Um, I think this is where the Mets go in. The Mets are expected to spend money. 
per the new owner. So I think this is this is where Chris Bryant goes. He goes to the Mets where he could play third and play outfield and he can kind of jump around. He stays in the National League. And uh, I think that's where he he goes. And I think that's, that's, a, that's a pretty good fit for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only really two teams I could see <clears throat> realistically, you know, Chris Bryant going to is the uh, Mets and the, back to the Giants. I could see the Giants um, trying to get him. And the weird thing with the Giants, they're in a weird spot. Like, do you try to do something like you had last this last season? Do you really take that chance, or do you just kind of say, well, thanks, Bryant. You know, you were here for half a year. We tried, but it didn't yeah. really work out. But I think they I, make more of a, um, good deals, but not too much long, real long-term. Right. And they kind of still have maybe a couple years where they have a sh- – you know, some of these guys yet. I don't think they're going to make too many long-term investments. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why maybe Bryant doesn't go to the Giants. Right. I think that primarily where I'd say to go, actually the smartest place, if the Mets were smart, they'd sign Chris Bryant. It just makes a lot of sense for them, makes a lot of sense for him, especially because the alternative in a lot of rumors of the Mets seems to be Javier Baez because you got to pay one of them kind of thing. And if I'm the Mets, I would rather I'd rather have Chris Bryant yeah. than Javier Baez. So <laughs> those kind of the two places I, th- I could see him resigning, but um, I think that the Mets are just a better marriage there. I think that he's that's probably where he fits better. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the next one we have is Max Scherzer. I've seen some rumors with him with the Dodgers. Um, me personally, I think he goes to the Cardinals mm-hmm. from St. Louis or from the St. Louis area. Um, Cardinals are looking for at least one pitcher, um, at least one starting pitcher. Maybe some bullpen help. He goes there to head off a rotation by with Jack Flaherty and then Wainwright and Scherzer. Mm. And then you got some young guys coming up. Matt Libertor, one of prospects. Got Dakota Hudson. Uh, I think they have Dante Ponce de Leon still. You know, I think they'll, that'd be really, that'd give them a really a three headed monster with Wainwright being more a three man, mm-hmm. um, which would be a really good three man the way he's been pitching. <clears throat> right now, he's kind of your almost your ace. But really, a two man, and he's a good two man. Don't get me wrong; the way he's been pitching, he's been great. Yeah. But can you really expect that year to continue like that? I don't know. Scherzer becomes your your one or two man. I'll say he becomes your one. Now Flaherty's a two man. Flaherty's a great two man. That would push Wainwright to three. Wainwright's a great three man. Right. So right. It just sets the rotation up. Mm. So I feel like Scherzer goes to the Cardinals and gives them. It really gives them, uh, you know, deep postseason run. Yeah. That I mean, that's talk about a a deal for the Cardinals there. That that'd be great for them. Because then you really have a talk about a three-headed monster, you know, with him, Wainwright, and, and Flaherty. Uh, but I think I think Scherzer overall, I think he stays with the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers um, will have no problem paying him, and I think that he uh, had a lot of uh, goodwill with the Dodgers in his time there. I think that the he definitely performed out with them. So I, you know, he's thirty-seven, thirty-eight. You know, he's getting up there, so it's going to be short term. So Dodgers, I'm sure, wouldn't mind shelling out a bunch of money for two years or something like that. I don't know what he's looking for. I don't really even know where his market is right now. But I just think he'll end up staying maybe like kind of similar to Verlander type thing with a one year and, a, and an option or two years or and an option or something like that. Um, but I think I just think he stays with the Dodgers. I think that – and I might be just speaking preliminarily here, but I don't know the situation with Trevor Bauer right now. So it might be you have more assurance if you sign Scherzer back. You're like, you have Scherzer and Walker Buehler, yeah. and then you figure it out with Kershaw and whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, he's – Bauer is opting in for sure. Right. So yeah, he had a player option. So you're going to spend all that money. Right. And I don't think he's ever going to pitch for the Dodgers again. So and that's, you got to take that into effect as well. That's why I kind of think Scherzer stays is because he's just more of a lock 
then yeah. you, you, you kind of want at least you want at least two guys there. You're you're like okay. Yeah. yeah. So next guy we got is Trevor Story. Um, where's the market with him? He's kind of you know he's kind of falling off. Um, injury kind of some injuries. Also playing in Colorado, they love to use that excuse. Um, I think he goes to the Texas Rangers. I believe that's a local. That's his local team. Mm, I believe yeah. he still lives only 20, 30 minutes away from from the Rangers Stadium. So I think he goes to the Rangers. Helps that maybe push their rebuild or push their retooling kind of up a little bit. You get a guy like that. So I think he goes to the Rangers, and um, you know the Rangers try pushing for a division that's heading the wrong way. The Astros, you know, window closing. A's pretty much you don't never know what you're gonna get, but they're you know kind of tearing it down. Mariners on the upswing. Angels kind of hanging around. You don't know where they're gonna be. So Rangers feel like they could be you know swinging there and be the Mariners and Rangers division for the years to come. Right. Yeah. That's actually not really uh, much different than what I had. Um, I think that I think he ends up going there because it makes sense for him. Like you said, it's kind of like a, a close to home type thing. They definitely have the room. They definitely have the salary room. You know, stuff like that. New stadium. So yeah. So it, it kind of um, I don't know if it's you know maybe the best deal for him because he could definitely go to a content a more contending team, but he is still on the younger side. So say he signs a relatively long term deal and stays there, um, he definitely makes some, bring that team kind of back to its glory. It was in the early 2010s, you know. Yeah. So um, I think that's a smart move for him. That's kind of where – I don't really know where his market is. I, I don't really have that much of a – too much to predict on him. But that's yeah. kind of where I've – the preliminary things I've seen is kind of makes the most sense, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, Marcus Simeon. I believe he goes to the Dodgers. Trey Turner goes back to short. Simeon goes to second. There you go. Cheaper than Seager. Able to play second. Put Turner back in his primary position. Put Simeon pretty much at his new primary position, and that takes up some of uh, what you lost with Seager. You get Simeon, so I think that's what this, that's the Dodgers do. It saves them money to maybe use somewhere else. Mm. So I think Simeon goes to the Dodgers. I think that's where I feel it makes the most sense. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a little um, I'm a little in between Simeon. I kind of was thinking a few different things. I, I could see him re-signing with the Blue Jays. I don't think that's the most realistic option. I could see it though. Uh, Dodgers definitely make sense. If you lose on Seager, you move Trey Turner to short, sign Marcus Simeon. It's a match made in heaven, kind of, you know, and you probably save money. I don't know. Again, he was a MVP with 42 more months in the second base position. It's pretty good. So he should command money, but like you said, probably saves He's money. He's not going to command nowhere near the money. It's in the no. top three, four shortstops. No, so you, and you like what you get out of Marcus Simeon. Um, the other, uh, a dark horse pick, you know, a lesser team like the, uh, like the Mariners. I could see if they want to go in on it, you know, some dark horse team like that where they're trying to build. You could even see like a Rangers, like we said with the uh, with Trevor Story. I'm not really sure exactly where Stroman or um, I'm sorry, uh, Marcus Simeon goes, but uh, you know, there, there's a lot of options. So I, I'm not really, I'm not gonna commit to anything there. But I, I think yeah. that I like what you said with the Dodgers. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some other teams for Simeon for sure. Um, the way I kind of have my predictions here for the picks all kind of tie in to each other. This guy goes here, then this guy has to go here. That's, That's kind yeah, of how right. I did it here, right? Because um, otherwise, I think the Yankees could be a match too. If, yeah, I mean, shortstop, but Simeon saves some money, you know. But I don't want to get into all those. So well, that's true. Yeah, I guess he could kind of flip flop positions again. You know, he really could put him anywhere up the middle. Yeah, you know? exactly. So um, next player, Robbie Ray, stays at the Blue Jays. <clears throat> Won a Cy Young. They got his career back on track. Um, seemed to like the AL East. If the Blue Jays aren't going to sign Simeon, they got the money to sign Robbie Ray. 
Obviously, they signed uh, Jose Barrios to a long extension as well. So I think the Blue Jays have offense. I think their offense they feel more comfortable in. So let's re-up the pitching. That's why they signed Robbie Ray to keep him there. He kind of feels comfortable with the Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I see him going too. I mean, there's a lot of don't get me wrong. There's a lot of teams that could use some pitching. You could even see the Dodgers take a flyer on him and say, hey, you know, you know, you've been in the NL before. You weren't quite as successful in the NL as you were, you know, with the Blue Jays. Um, but we got the money, and if you want to win, I'm over here. Um, so the Dodgers are a landing spot, you know, for a lot of these guys. But I think the Blue Jays make a lot of sense, and um, the Blue Jays have a need for that pitching. So if they're going to shell out some money, uh, Robbie Ray would be the guy to, to throw yeah. it at. Yeah, for sure. Um, the next guy, possibly the best free agent uh, deal that could be made here, mm-hmm. um, Stolar Marte. And where do I think he goes? Goes to the Phillies. Okay. Now you put him at the top of that lineup, Gene Segura, Bryce Harper, you get Reese Hoskins back, you get Alec Bone, JT Romuto. Yeah. Now you're talking, wow, we got something. Mm-hmm. You get him and Harper going back to back. Gene Segura is a base hit guy, and Hoskins can hit, and Bowman, Bowman's supposed to come back, and you know, you know, he had a little bit of a down offensive year. Romuto could be anywhere. Um, that really gives them something. It helps their defense, helps their base stealing. Uh, I don't know. I feel really comfortable with him going to Philly. Philly wants to spend some money. Um, I think that really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The the team actually I saw Starling Marte going to that um, makes a lot of sense, especially because you stay within the division, is, is the Angels. You know, you don't – listen, you got Trout, but you have to kind of face facts where it's like, well, maybe how many games are we getting out of Trout? You know, you don't love – you don't. I don't know how they're feeling about Justin Upton at the moment. Um, what do you have that guy out there? Um, was it Brandon Marsh? Um, is a is a, is a top prospect. So you like that? You like Joe Adele out there uh, as a top prospect? But I think that having Starlin Marte really shores up a spot in your outfield because um, you have a lot of as the Angels, you have a lot of question marks. Well, you can save um, legs on Trout too by moving him to the left or right and DHing him. Right. So and I think the Angels have shown already some activity. I think he if it makes sense because they stay in the division. And I just see, like I said, you, you kind of get a sure thing in the out. Because they really, you have Trout. He's the best, ability-wise, the best player in the game. I'll just be honest when he's on the field. But you have to face facts in the fact of he's always injured. You know, so Justin Upton, again, I, I like Justin Upton. We do. But he hasn't been the guy. And right field's been kind of the ever-revolving right field uh, with Cole Calhoun um, leaving. So... I think you shore up a spot in the outfield with Starling Marte, and I think it, with the money that they can and, and do have, I think that it makes sense for them. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad spot. It would be um, <clears throat> an underdog spot mm. or a sleeper spot there for sure. Mm. Um, I just think the Angels go more pitching. That's their worry than, than offense. Oh, yeah, offense yeah, will well. figure it out. We had guys had down years hurt, Rendon and stuff like that. We'll be fine. Mm. Pitching we need. Right. You know, uh, kind of with the Padres over these all these years. We're like, we need pitching. We need pitching. Yeah, we need pitching. That's, yeah, that's something the Angels – Badly need. Yeah, yeah. Um, next player here, Nick Cassianos. I got him going to Miami. Miami mm. needs some money. I mean, Miami's got the money. They need some offense. That's offense. His defense has gotten better. He's used to a big ballpark in the outfield. He's played at Wrigley for half a year. He played at Detroit. I mean, come on, he knows big ballparks. Mm-hmm. He's from Miami. He's from Florida. Mm-hmm. Goes back to Miami with this pitching. You had someone like this. Another young guy comes up. Jazz Shazam's already up. His offense gets rolling with that pitching in a somewhat open division makes a lot of sense to me nick cassianos to the marlins i like that yeah that's a good one i didn't even think of them um i had actually in mind what my mind was nick cassianos was the tigers um no i don't think i so. think what would be interesting is to see him 
<laughs> go back when they're ready to go. I um, don't think so. He he didn't like his, he, he I think wanted out of Detroit a lot longer, a little sooner than he got. I just thought it'd be interesting if if that all happened, especially Correa coming back. You know what I mean? Um, but actually what I think a more realistic spot for him is, and you gave me the idea just now kind of on the fly, uh, is the Phillies, um, say they don't get Marte and they get him They're you know, you, you kind of, the only issue you come with that is who plays center. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You because Harper there, which I don't know if you like to do that. You could, but you like him in right. And then Castellanos like in right. Yeah. And then Castellanos in left. So mm-hmm. that would be great. You put him in Harper. I mean, yeah, that's great. kind of your corner yeah, you outfielder. Yeah. went to, back to Detroit, you know, obviously knows it there. I just don't know. That's a weird one. Mm-hmm. He can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. The wild card, Cassianos. Because I don't even he can really... just tap his head and be like, eh, I'm going, I'm going to the White Sox or something. Just go nuts and just just do whatever he wants. He almost seems like the forgotten free agent of how really good this guy is, and it's almost like no one talks about him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's a free agent. Like, yeah. So I think Miami though, I think he sneaks in because I'm going to go home. I'm going to. Help build his team. A little offense. We got the pitching. Sandy Alcantara on the fellas. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That'd be a good deal for them. Yeah. Next, Rossiel Iglesias. Mm. Again, where does he go? Philly. Philly's mm. buying right now. Harper just mm. won an MVP. Zach Wheeler almost won Cy Young. Let's go. They're mm. saying. Philly fans, I know. And you guys probably think I'm a Philly fan by all this stuff. Just, <laughs> no, Philly, you're ready to go. Mm. Just rebuild your head. Didn't take long. You're all expected to go. None of it worked. Let's go. Get Iglesias. Shore up that bullpen. Right. And you get Marte, shore up that outfield. All of a sudden, we're kind of here. Mm-hmm. We're going to roll in an open NL West, uh, NL East. Mm-hmm. So, I think Iglesias goes to uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, that's another good one. Uh, I mean, the Phillies, uh, if they really make these moves, um, it'd be fantastic. They're for a powerhouse. Them. They make those two moves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're already really, I mean, you look at that roster, they're already pretty good. You know, we're even pitching though... away from really being successful mm-hmm. and consistent offense. Yeah. <clears throat> Marte's consistent. Mm-hmm. Iglesias... Not so consistent in the bullpen, but he's got he's got the stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that he could really stay with the Angels. Um, I think there's big potential there. I think that that makes a lot of sense for the Angels. I don't know if it makes the most sense for him because he could really go anywhere. Um, but if the Angels are smart, you shore up your closer for the most part. He's not a sure sure thing, but in a market where really in the whole MLB where you don't, there's not a lot of like multi-year closers that you can bank on pretty much. Um, he's kind of one of them. So I think the Angels make sense, but he's actually one that I think is a little bit, like you said with Cassianos, a little bit of a wild card. Yeah. I could see a lot of low... There's, there's, any team could use a guy like Rysel Iglesias. It's just who's going to put out the money because um, I'm sure he's got a relatively higher asking price. You know, so, oh, yeah, he's a reliever. He's yeah. the reliever on the market, essentially. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think that him... Going there, or even like you said, the Phillies. This is a good idea. I didn't even think of the Phillies in a lot of these, so yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the next couple of guys here, I think, are a little, you know, good moves for these teams. Mm. I think it's maybe a little, not too much th- getting brought up right now. Uh, Kevin Galsman goes to the Angels. I think the Angels overpay a little bit for Galsman, for a guy coming off of kind of a one year shot at it. But um, mm. I think the Angels say, okay, here's a little extra money, like Syndergaard. Here's some extra money. Please come pitch here. Mm help us out. So I think he goes to the Angels on the fact that they're going to give him a little extra money just to come there, mm-hmm. like Syndergaard. Right, right. I actually had Gosman going to, uh, believe it or not, the Blue Jays. Um, I thought, well, I thought there would be a good idea for a landing spot for him because then you have, say you say, sign Robbie Ray back, you're probably putting a lot of your money into that, a lot of your a lot of your stock into that. Say you get him back and you have uh, Ryu, then you have Gosman, who you like, 
who is familiar with the AL East, had some kind of mixed success with that's, the AL that's East. That's the idea. I don't know if he wants to go back to the AL East. Yeah. The, he had mixed success there because when he was first starting, he actually had success. He yeah. did pretty well. Then he blew up. That's kind of where his, his career kind of came into question. But I do think with the revitalized Blue Jay team, with that young team, really, I think that it would be smart for the Blue Jays to go after maybe a guy like that because you go get Robbie Ray, you get your guy, but then you kind of go a little bit more mid-market and try to find something a little more affordable that you can sure up a, a three-guy or a four-guy, and I think that I think that the Blue Jays make a lot of sense for him. Yeah, I can't go wrong there. Um, next guy, we have you know Javier Baez and his ruckus he does. Where's he go? Boston. I hope. <laughs> go play second base for them. He could play short when Bogarts needs a day off. Dever- you can play third when Devers needs a day off. He goes to Boston. They need a second baseman. I don't know. Him booing fans needs in Boston and just increase that offense. That's what Boston wants. Um, I feel like he, for some reason, just he would fit right in with Boston with Bogarts and, and Devers, and they would just – he'd love it. Mm-hmm. So I think I think he goes to Boston. Boston, that's their deal. That's their big, their big money maker. Yeah, I mean, um, the thing here is, if I know the Mets, <laughs> I think they get him back. Um, I don't think, I don't think that should happen. Nor do I even realistically think it happened. But there's just that little part of me that's like, he's going back to the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think, and we keep saying him. I didn't think we'd say him this much, but maybe the Phillies, because you didn't, Didi didn't have an amazing time there. Um, so you got some vacant, you got a vacant spot up the middle because you got Gene Segura at second, right? So you can think about the Phillies um, if you don't if you didn't love Didi and you want a little bit more stardom because think about Harper and him on the same team. But I, I think I just got this sneaking suspicion he's going back to the Mets. I just got I <laughs> not and I already said that Chris Bryant if it was smart would go back to the Mets, but I also kind of could see him signing back. Yeah. So I think that if I think if the Mets miss the boat on Bryant, I think Baez is their next because he's been there already. It might be like a oh, give him another shot. Maybe he'll boo the fans again. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean. I don't know. I, I don't even know where Baez goes because he doesn't seem as desirable as he once was. So They say a lot of teams are interested in him. But, I don't uh, know why. <laughs> the next guy I got, Marcus Stroman. They go hand-in-hand. Hand. And funny I say that because they go hand-in-hand. Hand. I got Marcus Stroman going to Boston. You wonder why? Oh. He didn't like his Toronto leave. He doesn't like the Yankees. Why not go to the AL East? Hmm. Is it a great move for him? No. He didn't hmm. pitch great in the AL East to begin with. And pitching Boston for a guy like that doesn't make much sense. I know he's somewhat of a sinker ball pitcher. Sinker ball pitchers get the sinker up one centimeter. It's a lot of home runs, and you're playing at a ballpark that, you know, little kids should play at. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, it doesn't make much sense. But Boston needs pitching. He goes there. He goes Baez, combo, boom. That's okay. Boston's moves. We got a pitcher. We got, a, we got a, you know, offensive help at a position we def- des- desperately need. Mm-hmm. So it's I, mean, I, I mean, that's, I guess, for me, I think that's almost like a dream for Boston to get those two guys. Yeah, that's. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think of Boston really to really start going in on. Well, it's not like you're really breaking the bank with him, but that makes a lot of sense. And you know, um, you have Sale, the lefty. Now you got a righty pitcher. You had Rodriguez. You had Sale. Yeah, there was another lefty out there. Now you have a righty. I feel like it makes you know it makes a little bit of sense for them. Yeah, I actually see him going. Believe it or not, to the Mariners. I think that first of all, I'd like to say that Marcus Stroman has a bit of an ego, <laughs> to, to put yeah. it lightly. Yeah. And I think that. If he goes to the Mariners, where I also kind of see uh, Simeon going, uh, I think that a team that's kind of on the come up here, and they really are, like even though they a little bit early, 
last season, they really are starting to. They got some prospects coming up, and they got some moving and grooving going on. Phil Stroman needs um, to be in more of a big market. But I think that the reason I think he might go to the Mariners is because he can like almost be the guy there or be like one of the guys, main guys there. And I think for him, I think that makes sense for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just think that I don't he know. fits like a Mets or a. I think he fits Boston. Mm. He doesn't have to be the number one guy. He can be stuck behind Sale, who doesn't say much. But you go to Seattle, you're the number one guy, and you're living up to King Felix. That's true, yeah. Boston, you can't live up to the guys they've had. And he hates the Yankees, so. And he, and he doesn't like Toronto. Yeah, so. So, uh, <laughs> I think that's what happens. But that's not a bad, you know, Mariners would be a smart move, too. Mm. Uh, next guy, played for Boston, Swarber. Where does he go? Colorado. Why not one year wow. Colorado explode your stats? <laughs> yeah, he sure would. Possibly a DH coming. He could he could play some first with CJ Crone. They signed him to an extension. It worked out for CJ Crone. <clears throat> he could be a you know against you know against righties. He plays a little bit of first base. He could play a little outfield. He could, he's going to DH with the DH coming most likely. Why not go to Colorado for one year, maybe two year two year deal, and explode your stats and go nuts out there in Colorado. In mm. Colorado, why wouldn't you sign him? Maybe trade him. Gets a little help the rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I mean that makes sense, but I think that Schwarber. It's not exciting, but I think he stays with the Red Sox. I just think that even when they got him, I was like, that's a Red Sox player. <laughs> it's like he just fits that team. He fits that aura, that vibe um, really well. I don't know what it is, but I think that all in all, I just think he fits that team. They like him there, and uh, I, I just see him staying, and uh, he could play first now. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, so. <laughs> so I think he just stays. Yeah. Uh, next couple guys here, uh, Carlos Rodon. I think he's not going to get the top money that some of these other stars are going to get. Um, I think he goes to the Astros. I think it has to fill some of the pitching needs that they need there. But um, I think he goes to the Astros. I think the Yankees could possibly be in the mix as well. But I think the Astros makes makes a lot of sense. They're trying to keep that window open. Mm-hmm. And why not go get a younger starting pitcher? Yeah, I think he remains a big option for the Yankees um, as just a little bit of a shore up in that rotation. I think that uh, another team that we mentioned a lot here, the Angels, uh, make a um, make sense as a landing spot. Uh, you go get a guy like that. I don't know how where the White Sox are with all this, but I could see him resigning. I don't know where the the connection. Like I don't know if the White Sox are really loving him or vice versa. If there's a mutual interest there, but I think that um, overall, I don't know why I just see him as a White Sox. Um, it's that almost makes sense. you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, it makes sense for him, makes sense for them, and I just it's almost like you you can't see a player in like a different uniform. He kind of yeah. fits that for me, like that mold. So I just kind of but there's places you can go. Yeah, you know. Sure. And that it's funny you said that because the next guy I got here is Clayton Kershaw. Stays at Dodgers. Don't ask. That's yeah, it. that's where he goes. That's where I. That's yeah. I don't have any objection there. And that's I, why I think Scherzer doesn't stay there. Mm. It's like we're going to give Kershaw money because he's a Dodger. Right. We'd rather lose Scherzer to keep our Dodger. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. That's fine. They, he's done so much for you, so it, it's fine. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so. I, I think they, I think they maintain both. Um, but I, I think, Ker, I think Kershaw is pretty much a lock. Um, yeah. I think he goes back to the Dodgers. Yeah, leading to Chris Taylor. Where does he go? Seattle. There you go. That's right. the move Seattle needs to make. Okay. Versatile guy. You can play anywhere. You can play him at third to fill the Carl Seager road. You can play mm-hmm. him at second. You can play him at street. You can play him in the outfield. You can go anywhere. Championship winning player. Big in big time moments. You put him with Mitch Haniger, got another guy who seems to be big in big moments. Now you can kind of just whenever you need him. Mm. Kyle Lewis is back. He doesn't have to play outfield. He can play wherever. He kind of stays in that versatility role. Look what Kika Hernandez did with Boston. Mm-hmm. That's what Chris Taylor could do there. Chris Taylor also, I believe, played with Seattle. 
Oh, okay. That's where he came I up. Think, I think he did, yeah. So this would be smart for him to kind of go back and be like, look what I could do now. Mm-hmm. Let's go. That'd be a good move for Seattle to really give someone who could do anything they want. Right. Now, see, I there were two things I was kind of throwing around in my head with Chris Taylor. One, because I actually saw the rumor. Um, I don't know how much sense it made, but the Red Sox, I can see them trying to get him because he's like he, like you even said, like Kike Hernandez kind of fits that utility guy role. The Red Sox kind of like that, like scrappy vibe that he gives off. But I also see in Simeon's absence, the Blue Jays possibly trying to go get him. Um, I think that you'd fill right in at second um, in his absence. And uh, really, I mean, he could play anywhere. So, you know guys need day, days off he plays the outfield or whatever so i think that he st- i think that either those ales teams make sense and the red sox i didn't even think about until i saw i can't i can't recall who tweeted it but i saw that i was like oh i could that seems like a red sox player you yeah. know so i could see either of those him kind of living in the al east i think makes sense yeah i could see that i just think seattle yeah that'd be a smart mm-hmm. move for them that would, be, that it would just be give smart. them versatility everywhere they want mm-hmm. kind of like ty france they have now mitch hanniger just that just that would be a smart move. Right, right. It's got that good feeling where it's like that good for them. So, uh, next guy, Anthony Rizzo. Yankees are a possibility. That's not why I have him. Believe it or not, I have him going to Tampa Bay. Oh, my God. That's a good one. Why not go to Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. Oh, the Yankees, you're going to go possibly do some other moves at first base? That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll stay in the AL East, play against you. Tampa Bay, why not spend a little bit of money? They're going to trade... Possibility is another thing I was going to bring up, but the possibility Kevin Kiermaier, they're trying to trade him away, save that money. You take the Kiermaier money, give a little bit to Rizzo. Rizzo's not going to take that much money. Veteran, postseason guy, lefty bat, put him right there at Tampa Bay. Feel like he fits right in, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Walks, doesn't strike out a bunch. He hits home runs. He plays good defense. I feel like he fits right in there. Yeah. Mm. And that kind of gives him that offensive power they need. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of. Um... Well, actually, there's not a whole heck of a lot of landing spots for him. Um, I think that if the Yankees don't get Matt Olson, he comes back. Um, I think that's pretty much that. Those are your two options as the Yankees. Yeah. Is you get is the Matt Olson asking price too high? Okay, we'll go get Rizzo or vice versa. You know, I I don't really know where Rizzo goes. Um, I think that you, the chips have to fall with the Yankees first with Olson, because like I said, I think that that's your, those are your two options as the Yan- as Brian Cashman. But I'm not really sure where else he could go. You could see. Uh, I don't even know. I like that, though, with the Rays. That just seems like such a Rays move. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, that's um, why I think he ends up going. Tampa Bay, I think it just makes Yeah. It makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't really think of too many spots of Rizzo. I just wrote Yankees because it's like Wilson or, you know, then, you know. Because yeah, Rizzo yeah. also seemed to like his time there. Well, yeah, so that's it, where he wants to be, I think. Yeah, so, um, so that's right. Like I said, I'm not really sure. But if Olsen don't come through, there's Rizzo. Yeah. Next couple guys here. Not huge, huge, um, believe it or not, but Nelson Cruz, where's he go? Texas. Mm. Why not bring back a veteran guy who's mm. been there and helped you win? Kind of mm. turn that, that veteran leadership. Why not? Bring back him who opened the new stadium kind of wit. Mm. I think that is a good move for him. I think he goes back to Texas, and I think that's just how it goes. He goes to the Cardinals. No, could you imagine? Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I was trying to think a little outside the box with Nelson Cruz because I was like, well, maybe he could be like the like the big name, first big name DH in the NL if that if the DH does come through. Um, Colorado. <laughs> so I was kind of thinking, like, where would be like, if I was like, oh, the Dodgers. No, <laughs> like, no, you're not going. I don't think so. Um, like, what would be like a place that would be like, I want Nelson Cruz? Um I thought of the Rangers because I was like, it'd be like a homecoming thing. You could fit, finish there. 
Um, what's a team that could really need need him? You know, uh, Braves. I could see like, uh, hey, why don't you come over and and DH for us? Because um, they have a lot of free agents, so there's a lot of shuffling sure, that sure. can happen with them. So I, I kind of had a lot of. Land- I was just kind of throwing out feelers with the NL because I was like, I want to, I want them to be like the first, you know, big DH in the NL. And you know, the underdog team. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you, Pittsburgh. Why not go be a veteran that. right there, right? Have a good half a year, get traded. Yeah, go get traded to a contender or whatever. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. You probably get paid out there too. You know, yeah, or Milwaukee. Yeah, that's that's a team he'd go. Yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, the the NL. I don't know why I'm just feeling like he'll wait and then see if what happens yeah. to the CBA and then he goes to an NL team. Like yeah. I don't know why. Uh, some other players. Um, you know, we got uh, Stephen Matz. I think this is a quick one. Uh, not really a superstar. Uh, but goes to the Mets. Hmm. He went left, figured it all out. It's going to come back to the Mets. He's from the New York, New Jersey area. When I go to the Mets, they need pitching in the center guard. Mm-hmm. I think that makes just boom right there. It makes sense. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of rumors with that. Um, I think that would make a lot of sense for the Mets if he can pitch like he did with the Blue Jays. But it's a possible landing spot I kind of thought with him was the Red Sox because the Red Sox have a little bit of a – now they have a hole in a lefty with Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, he's familiar with the AL East now. If I'm not mistaken, he pitched pretty well against the Yankees, and that would be something that the Red Sox would be obviously interested in. Yeah. So I I, I, I don't know why I just kind of was feeling Red Sox, yeah, and and it. he could be I don't know why he would just be like a hero there. Like yeah, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? I can see it for sure. So some other guys here. One big one we haven't really talked about, and it was, I think it was a good reason for it, Freddie Freeman. Um, do I see him leaving Atlanta? I could see it. I could mm. see him sneaking not sneaking out, but like almost just like okay. Yeah, all of a sudden he's Walk on another team. Slowly, like, are you sure you don't want me? But I think he goes back to Atlanta. I think Atlanta just goes, you know what? We got to keep our guy. Yeah. They keep him. They just got to be, I think it'd be a shorter deal because they got to watch their money for uh, Albies and Acuna and Soroka and Max Reed. And we can keep going on and on and on and yeah. on, on. Elson Riley and Dansby Swanson. I think, you know, the money has to go somewhere. But I think they, they he just buys in. I'll take a little less money. Let me stay. Shorter deal. Come on. Yeah, I think, um, I think he stays with the Braves. It's probably like 80 20. You know, like probably eighty percent chance yeah, he stays. Yeah, so walk out the door until they say, "Oh, you, here's a dollar." He's like, "Come in." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He'll probably, uh, you don't like to say hometown discount, but I could see him being a guy like that where he takes a little bit less. But he, you know, I just won a World Series and I've been here all, all my time. So, yeah. what the hell? So I think he stays. I think it's pretty locked in. Yeah. Um. Some other guys here we could probably go through a little quicker. Um. Conforto. I think he goes to Atlanta. They need outfield help. Mm. Why not go to Atlanta? Stay in the division. You get to face the same guys you always face beat up the Mets a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he stays with Atlanta. I think that's a relatively good deal for, for both, mm-hmm. both sides. Yeah, I, I think he – I just think he stays. I don't know why. I just feel like he's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's one of those guys. You know what I mean? I feel like he's just staying. Yeah. But Braves make sense. Yeah. Um, that definitely makes sense. Uh, next one, Zach Granke. He can't go in big markets. I think he already said he doesn't want to be in big markets. Yeah. You know where he goes? The White Sox. Rod don't mm-hmm. leave, so you bring Zach Granke in. He fits that just weird – vibe over there. La Russa's like, we love it. Mm-hmm. Lance Lynn's there. It's just a weird, like, what is all this? Yeah. Keiko's there. Everybody knows him a little bit. I don't know. I just, I feel like he'd be in the White Sox. I see him in that black, the black jersey or the pinstripe. I'm like, yeah, that, yep. That <laughs> makes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Back yeah, that's in the a- AL Central where it all started with the Royals. I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of feels like I could see that. That's a really good, that's a really good guess. I didn't have Granky on here, so I'm just trying to think on the fly. I don't know where the relationship is there with the Astros. They get him back. Um, it obviously makes sense for them because then you have Verlander and Granky back. <laughs> See him go back to the Royals would be hilarious. I don't think um, so. uh, the White Sox make sense. I just think um, it's a smaller market. 
Essentially, yeah. not really because Chicago's big, but it just doesn't. Just, it's not like New that. York or L.A. He doesn't want that. No. So um, I think and he did with the Diamondbacks. Remember, he was, yeah. with, he was with the Angels already once. I feel like the White Sox is like, let's try this now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe the Giants or something like that. But even they're a little big market, so. Yeah, he's kind of weird. It's hard because you don't want to throw him with, like, the Yankees or something. Cause yeah, he's not going there. His reports, yeah. yeah he'll so. go to Tampa or something. He'd love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be a rock star there. But uh, next guy, Kenley Jensen, stays in L.A. No, he doesn't, though. He goes to the Angels. Whoa. Goes to the Angels. Whoa. Why? He's old. I'm staying in I'm staying in L.A., but I'm going to go to the Angels because Dodgers' window's shutting, Angels' window's open. With me with some pitching, I come in that bullpen. Let's go. Play with Mike Trout and Otani. I'll be fine. Yeah, I – um. <laughs> I think he stays with the Dodgers. I think that's that's uh, pretty much. I, I I like what you said, where it's like he just stays in L.A. Like he's just like I'm I'm 30 whatever. I'm like 36. Like I'm done. Yeah. I think he just stays with the Dodgers though. I just think that that's like a match made in heaven. Yeah, I mean it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I just think the Angels might swipe sweep in and be like, here's a little extra money. Come on. Well, you did have Iglesias going somewhere else, so there you go. It all goes together. Yeah, yeah. Try yeah. to at least. Um, next one, John Gray. Where's he go? Giants. Hmm. I mean, I know we just seen some other pitching deals, but they lose Gossman, you get John Gray. The Colorado doesn't really know what the hell they're doing. They didn't want to offer him an extension. He wanted to stay there. They didn't give him the qualifying offer. I don't know. They're not even talking to him. It's weird. Why not stay in the NL West? Go to a big ballpark in San Francisco. Pitch against the Rockies. But you're already familiar there. Go with the Giants. Why not? Give a shot. Yeah. Uh, again, a guy I just didn't have on my list, so... Um, I saw some rumors with the Yankees fluttering around. I don't think he goes back with the Rockies because they no. fucked him around too I, much. Well, I love John Gray. Mm-hmm. Love Carlos Rodon. So if any, those guys go to the Yankees. I mean, this is that's what I want. But yeah. I don't still, you know, I don't see it. Yeah. John Gray loves his beard too, so it goes to the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just fits. He's got that weird vibe that the Giants always had. Mm. He just he's weird. Yeah, I could see that. And they are, they do have some pitching holes, so you could fit it with a guy that's already familiar with the division. Yeah, Gosman so. leaves. John Gray is the same. You're going to yeah. take him in, but like, he's been good at times. Let's see if we could just hone it in. It'd be really good. Yeah, and just, yeah, all of a sudden have a breakout year or whatever. So it would make sense there. Um, some other smaller name, you know, not smaller name, but, you know, not like your top, you're not going to see on a bunch of lists about, like, oh, there's a top free agent. Right. Uh, Andrew Chafin, great year. Goes to the Yankees. They need a lefty reliever. Um, Zach Britton mostly down, so why not go to um, Andrew, um, Andrew Chafin for the Yankees? Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense um, for them. Yeah, that's kind of where I saw him going, too. And, again, I didn't have him on my list, but that's, like, the first thing I thought of with Andrew Chafin. I was like, he's probably the Yankees, like that. Because they're going to need to target at least one guy, like you said, with Grank, um, with Britain being down. So I, I think that he is a manageable target, you know? Yeah. This one, come on. Albert Pujols goes to the Cardinals. <laughs> Why not back up Goldsmith for a while? You can hit against lefties. He's still hit great against lefties. The DH is going to come to the, uh, the NL. He can DH, he can play back up first. You know, he's just going to be back with Yachty. Yachty's last year. Wainwright's probably going to be his last year. Uh, Skip Schumacher's back as a bench coach. Young outfielders, I feel like he could just come back and be like, guys, the young guys, if you didn't already know how to be a Cardinal, this is how to do it. Yeah, did he say anything about when he wants his last year? Did he give it he, Andy? He said he's ready to go. He still wants to play. He's in the Winter League playing. Wow. In the Winter League, I think Aaron Hicks is his teammate. Wow. Like, he's right. he's playing. He had a walk-off hit the other day. He's having, I seen a video of him celebrating in the locker room. He had some birthday thing going on for somebody. He had, like, a big hat on, and he was going crazy. He still loves the game. Yeah, I wow. I feel like he can go there and be Rainwright and Yachty and just he, – he hit, like, 30 home runs somehow because <laughs> he just, just rejuvenized him. I don't know. And like, if the DH is in the NL. Why not? You know? Why not give one more shot at it? Yeah. The, I, the Cardinals. And they're a winning team. They're a contender. Well, you know he's not going back to the Angels because he he towards the end there he hated that. 
Dodgers, they I feel like they gave him his chance and and they're gonna, probably just going to move on. And what other team makes sense? You know, Cardinals. It's a match a match that's been made in heaven. So yeah, I think he loves um, it. I think he loves that. I think I think that's I'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and that'd, I, be, that'd be the sweetheart story for baseball for, for a while. So agreed. I'd love agreed. to see that. Kyle Seeger, the other <laughs> brother. Where's he go? Texas. Okay. Another guy I really didn't have on my list. Um, I saw some flutterings with the well, Yankees. You bring Story but... in. You bring Seager in. Kyle Seager, that is. Mm-hmm. Now you got your left side. It opens up their buddy kind of for left for to do whatever he wants. But now you got a righty. You got a lefty. I don't know. The way the ball mm-hmm. jumps out of Rangers, the old one at least, with the wind blowing out the right field, why not? Kyle Seager fits right there. I can see him with that jersey on. You know, maybe fill in for Beltray. Yeah. Your first kind of third baseman that fills in for Beltray. You go look at him and go... The... Okay. Yeah, there's a third baseman. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, all right, yeah. Otherwise, he's still the ghost of Beltre sitting there. Mm-hmm. Like, this kind of helps you with that. So I see him, you know, with Texas week. Pretty good fit for him, actually. Yeah, I think, I, I again, I, not a guy I really even have thought too much about. I think more chips are going to fall before you see him go. Sure, for sure. Um, he could follow his brother but, wherever he goes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that with the Rangers because I had I had the story going there, too. So, like you said, you shore up that side of the infield. Because Seager may not be the best player in the league, but you know what you're getting out of him, really. Above average, defensively yeah. and, and offensively, his home runs in 240, but he knows. Yeah. He's been on bad teams. He kind of knows mm-hmm. how to yeah. do it, and he, he would love to be on a team to kind of build back up. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Next guy, Dolce Garcia, underrated, underrated in every aspect of the word. Adoles Garcia. Uh, not Adoles Garcia, sorry. I can't think of his name now. Asviel Garcia. There you go. Asviel Garcia. Underrated in every term. Every word, he's underrated. Where's he go? Houston. Okay. Imagine him right. in the middle of that lineup. You know, he could sneak his way in the middle there. He, he's protected. He's going to hit. Ballpark that, that's, that serves offense. And he's an outfielder. Fits right in. Hmm. Yeah, uh, again, another guy I haven't really given too much thought of because he is a very underrated player. Um, very. And he fits in with the Astros if you really think about it. Yeah, yeah, he does. He could definitely go there. Uh, like I said, with the Angels, um, trying to maybe shore up uh, an outfield spot with him. There's a lot of spots he could go where you could just use an extra outfielder or shore up like a right fielder or something like that. I think this would get Yordan kind of out of the outfield. Right, right. Garcia there. I mean, I feel like it makes a lot of sense. You lose Correa, you get him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or if, if the Rangers go in a little bit, maybe the Rangers. Got, then I can you see get, him there for sure. You got the Garcias on the outfield and oh, goodness. and Nelson Cruz DHing and Nelson Trevor Cruz Story. Outfield, sure. right? Oh my God, no. <laughs> and then you got Trevor Story and Kyle Seeger. I mean, then you all of a sudden, whoa, hold on. Yeah, Rangers got something. Flying around. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so here's another one. Paxton, where does he go? The Yankees go. Here you go. We'll take mm. you. You pitched well for us. You pitched pretty well for us. You went to Seattle, didn't work back, and you got hurt. You went back to your home stomping grounds. Try your next stomping ground. Come mm. back to the Yankees. We need a left-handed pitcher. Come in. Here's one year. Come on over. Give it a shot. One more time. Yeah, he'll probably just get a one-year. He probably won't even get much because uh, of you know him not really pitching last season. Probably a one-year and an option because he's probably going to miss the beginning of the year a little bit. Yeah. The Yankees take a shot at him, though. Yeah. Worst yeah. case, he's in the bullpen. But I feel like he pitched well with the Yankees pretty well, especially in the, in the playoffs. We were there for the one game, uh, game five. Mm. I mean, come on. I think the Yankees, Boone loved him. I really yeah. think he did. I think he maybe goes in there. Or, yes, Toronto. Mm-hmm. He's a pitcher, and he's from Canada, so come on. Or the Rays got him for nothing, and he's just a Cy Young no, winner. No, it's no. Just, that's what the Rays do. do so, <laughs> so uh, next couple of guys here, Mark Melanson. Really under you know underrated again, and uh, he can go to a big-time team. I think where does he go, though? I think the A's. Surprisingly, I know they're tearing it down, but why? 
relievers at the deadline get a lot of prospects. Why not get him and flip him? Okay. Just, All right. It just seems like he, him with the A's jersey on, though, you're like, okay, yep. My wife hasn't even been playing here forever. Mm-hmm. He just fits in. He's that guy. Fits the A's. I don't know why. He does. You know it would be a good place for him to go? Uh, that a team that could that could use just a bullpen guy in general is the Red Sox. I don't know how long it's been since he's been the AL East, but if you need, you know, because they had what Matt Barnes was doing some stuff with them. The yeah. first half of the year was Wasn't really good, and then the yeah, uh, so their their bullpens all over the place. And if you really uh, are a free agent too, what's that? Atavino's a free agent too. That was a big part of their bullpen. Yeah, so there you go. So you lose a guy, and you know, say you don't get Atavino back, you get a Mark Melanson, um, a little be, bit older that'd guy, be a but great deal for them. Yeah, I just don't know. I feel like they're one of the teams that will mix and match in the bullpen. That's, yeah, they seem to just be like, well, we'll figure it out. But it's like, well, if you get one guy, at least you can be like, he's our guy with, with a Matt Barnes. Like the A's, and... they, they like taking those older relievers and then turn them, turn yeah. them in for, for some prospects. So I feel like that fits well. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Next guy, Tommy Pham. Where's he go? I don't know about you, but I've seen this guy, and I close my eyes, he's in a Mets jersey. He just looks like a Mets player. And that would be a really good player for the Mets. That's really interesting. That's you a really Florida, you put fam out there, good uh, defender. He plays defense, hits some power, hits stealing bases. Maybe play center field. I mean, why not? Why yeah. not Mets? It just it kind of fits. He just looks great in a Mets jersey. The pinstripes, come on. Yeah, yeah, he could fit there. He could fit back with the Padres. Golly, there's a lot of places he could go. But that I like that Mets one. It just feels. I've seen yeah. him with the Mets. He's gonna go. To yeah, Conforto leaves. You bring in Tommy Fam a little bit more of a. A little bit more of a veteran guy. And... A little bit more all around. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that fits pretty good. So who fits that Toronto hole finally? Escobar goes to Toronto. Eduardo Escobar? Yep, yeah. Eduardo Escobar fits that Toronto. We miss it on kind of, he could play third, he could play second, he could play wherever. I feel like Eduardo Escobar goes there, switch hitter. He'd fit in with Toronto. He's just really good. So mm-hmm. I think he'd fit in there. You know it would be a good uh, under really really under the radar move that, that maybe you it's just the Red Sox again. I'm gonna punch no 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 no. But uh, I, I could see him on the Red Sox. I could just see it. But an under the radar move that would makes that what I would like um, after maybe some trade and some roster shuffling is the Yankees go get him and put him at third. Um, oh, well, I mean I love Eduardo Escobar, so you don't got to tell me. But yeah, I don't. No, I it's don't a know. it's really pie in the sky because I don't I really haven't thought about where he's going. But like, could you imagine if? They go, okay, we'll trade Urshela, so-and-so, Voight, and so-and-so. We get Matt Olson, you know, and then you have him at third yeah. and whatever. You also you know. got White Sox. They were all in on last year. So, mm. wouldn't be surprised to see him there. But I think Toronto fits the, the Simeon, fills his, you know, shoes a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think I think Eduardo Escobar is more valuable than a lot of people are, are thinking oh my, here because yes. he had like 30 home runs, 100 RBIs or Switch something like that. versatile. So, yeah. I mean, what more could you want? Yeah. Some other guys here. Corey Kluber, where does he go? St. Louis. Why not take a Why not take a roll of dice on him, right? Okay, hey, I'll bring him in. Uh, we got. I know we got old certain pitchers. I know they're old, mm-hmm. but we're we're pushing it. We're getting some old guys. We have young talent. Some super young talent. Why mm-hmm. not bring some old guys in here and be like, okay, mm-hmm. young guys aren't producing, or maybe they don't produce. Maybe they do produce. Imagine you get some of these older pitchers, and then your young guys do produce. Your your World Series bound easy. Write me right in. Yeah, there could be a good landing spot for the Phillies, uh, Corey Kluber, because then you have a veteran presence, a guy who really, once he found his groove last season, was was vintage Kluber. Yeah. And you match him with Wheeler and really what can, Nola can do sometimes, you you got a nice little three-piece there, yeah. you know? And um, I think you can also see him with the Padres. Yeah, yeah. Or you Maybe also could see out. him with Cleveland again. Back with Cleveland, yeah. 
So, but I think the Cardinals would be a good spot for them. I know the old guys. I know. I know a lot of old guys. Are like, look at this guy. He's getting 90 year old players. But why not? Why not? He doesn't have to be anybody. He's be the five man over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah, makes no sense. pressure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next guy, Morcana. He's a giant. Mm, yeah. Bay Stays Area right guy. In the Bay Area. Yep. He's a giant. Yep. No one's talking about him. Great player. He's very underrated. He's a giant. He fits right in with the Giants. Just seems to fits right in. Yeah, you can get him for nothing, really. On base percentage guy, could play multiple positions. Why not? He, I like that. Mm-hmm. Or Tampa. Well, that's yeah. It's always a possibility. He's a Tampa, there. and he'll hit like forty home runs with them or something like that. So, yeah. So. <laughs> Anywhere, anyone that goes to Tampa just has a just an insane. Yeah. <laughs> and the last one, free agent signing wise, Seiya Suzuki. Oh yeah. This week, yeah. you know where he goes? Where? Mets. He's an outfielder. Yep. Okay. Hmm. Because you're gonna have a DH open over there. Well, that's true. Maybe Pete Alonso slides into the DH. Yeah. They were smart. Why not get hmm. him? I don't see why not. Matt Suey worked for the Yankees. Otani worked for the Angels. Why not take a shot if you're the Mets? Go. Maybe we dip our toes in there. Maybe maybe strike gold here. So I I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely could see the Mets getting another outfielder there and be like, here we go. Give yeah. us a shot. Maybe he DHs. Maybe whatever. But I think you lose Conforto, you get two outfielders. I, I don't. I I see that. Yeah. I I you know I saw a rumor today with him. I saw someone Texas floating. Texas is always a big spot for. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. Always say every year someone posts Texas, Texas, Texas. Yeah, I saw um, the Yankees' name getting floating floating around. Um, there was a team though that was loading up on international money, and I forget who it was that I saw. So I haven't really I. Cleveland. Re- yeah, Pittsburgh. I've, I don't know. I don't even know um, who would. Miami. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of options there. Wow. Yeah. So some of them are small teams, but I think. The Mets, they want to go big. That's, you don't know. Yeah, go get the big. It could be flop. It could be really good. It could be all right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like that's something maybe the Mets, when was the last time they had one, you know? Uh, uh, an international, like. An international signing like mm-hmm. that. I mean, I don't think they've ever really, really had one. Not of note, like a, like you said, like a like a Tanaka or a Matsui or a Otani or a, you know, Hideo <laughs> Nomo. Tanaka up. Don't. I wouldn't be surprised to see him back. Oh, my God. With, with a team. I'm not going to say where, but... Yankees, please, God. <laughs> um, some other moves you're going to look at that aren't sign-related um, or, you know, free agent signing-related. Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, most likely going to get traded. Dodgers are already looking at both of them already. So there's a trade there. Um, we're looking at Wilson Contreras to get traded. Some places where you can look. I, you know, I don't want to get into, you know, too much where teams can go because you can go anywhere with these. Yankees are already one option. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's... Wilson Contreras get traded. Um, catcher, probably high. This is a good offseason for the Cubs to do that because mm. no other catchers are around. We have Kimbrell picked up. White Sox picked up his option to trade him. Mm. Could be the Phillies. They need bullpen. Could be the Angels. They need bullpen. Yeah. Um, does he go back to Boston? Makes does he sense. go to Milwaukee? He's got to pick a place where he would have to be the closer, you would think, ideally. Go to Milwaukee, maybe you get rid of Hater. Mm. Trade big on him. Well, Devin get, Williams is your setup man still. You'd get the world for Hater. Or Hater is just your fire putter outer. Yeah. You go use him nuts with Devin Williams and then. And Kimball's the, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you got stuff like that. So you go to the Dodgers, Phil Jensen. So there's a bunch of places. I don't want to. You know, that's why I didn't want to get too. Dodgers with Jensen wouldn't be bad, actually. Dodgers for Jensen. Mm-hmm. Gavin Lux goes to the White Sox. They don't want They don't want Gavin Lux anymore. It already feels like. Yeah. He goes to the White Sox to fill a second base hole. Kimball's your closer. Yep. Kind of makes sense, right? Yep, yep. Um, 
And what else we have here? Matt Olson goes to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Mentioned just a while ago, a couple months ago, this was pretty much my biggest dream here. <laughs> Matt Olson goes to the Yankees. He is a Yankee. Yeah. Defense, great offense, great player. Him at Yankee Stadium would be great. Uh, trade it all away. Trade it all away. I don't care who it is. I do not care who it is. <laughs> the Yankees need to get Matt Olson. I don't care who it is. I, I would take Judge from Matt Olson straight up. See you later. <laughs> not in my mind. Wouldn't even question it. Mm. Wouldn't question it. That's how good Matt Olson is. Yeah, and having a lefty defensive first baseman on the Yankees uh, would be a nice change of pace. It gives you that 9 feel as well. Yeah. With mm. the Yankees, which they're trying to, I've seen rumors they're trying to kind of be that offseason. So yeah, they're trying to sense. replicate it, yeah. If you get Matt Olson, what a move. I think he's a Yankee, and then someone else you could throw in there on the A's too that is going to get traded is Matt Chapman. Um, Matt Chapman, I could see to the Mets. Yeah, well, yeah, if you lose that on Bryant and even Baez, or, and you're like, well, we need an infielder now. It's like, well, let's go see what Matt Chapman's. Yeah. What's his asking you know, price? You see Sean Murphy, I mean, Sean Manea, they got so They're getting rid of everybody. Yeah, they're going to get a lot, too, because they got a lot of pieces. So so that's, so that's those are some guys. I think the A's, you can pretty much name all their – almost all their guys could be on the chopping block. So yeah. you never know. Yeah, so – but um, that's pretty much my and, and you know, mine and Mike's here off-season kind of outlook here. Obviously, one piece leads to the next piece. And that's kind of what we have. And yeah. I think that um, – not a bunch of the National League does a bunch of moves here, you noticed. Not a bunch of National League teams jumping in on this. I haven't heard much National League teams doing anything. Cardinals kind of hitting, sitting back, maybe looking for some pitching. Brewers, not really looking to do anything. Cubs aren't looking to do anything. Pirates, again. Nationals, again. You know, Marlins, not really looking to do too, too much unless they get Cassianos. They're not doing too much. Yeah. Uh, Mets, obviously, we got them mentioned here. Phillies, we got them mentioned here. Braves, we kind of got them mentioned here. Yeah, I just think that there were more teams on the bubble in the AL. I mean, the AL East in general is just, they were all right there. Um, whereas teams like say you could have put a team like the Reds as like a, Hey, they're right there. But then they lost Castellanos and they like made uh, Wade Miley just walk, which is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you they're, know. they're trying to cut salary as well, which yeah. is a little bit surprising. So but. the teams that were kind of on the bubble might be uh, trending down. So they might be the sellers. So you're not looking at them making yeah. signings. So I don't know. That's weird. And, and there's other guys too that you're going to look at. Ketel Marte could easily get traded. Oh my God. For everything in the world. What a, what a piece for any team. Mets would be unbelievably smart to go get him, but um, Yankees would be unbelievable. But yeah, you can see him. You see Votto. They're going to cut salary. Mm-hmm. Maybe they go, Hey, do you want to be here? Or do you want to go to a contender? Right. Go to a right. contender. See you later. So there's a lot of other people, people too, but um, this is all we kind of wanted to bring up because this is, sets up pretty much your season and you kind of have an idea where this puts you when mm-hmm. all these pieces kind of fall in place. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of places for a lot of players. Um, there's teams that could come out of the woodwork and all of a sudden have a big off season. Uh, there's teams that could all of a sudden become sellers. There's teams that just could be completely shifted by next season. So, and that's kind of just modern sports, you know, teams kind of change year over year. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but that's kind of what we're where our minds at for the off season. We clearly have some favorited teams to make moves, um, and then from there, you know who, you know, God only knows. Especially with this, the whole CBA thing could cause a lot of problems for the free agency. But, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. So, um, just to kind of finish up before we go into our trivia question, I did say that the Hall, Hall of Fame stuff did come in. So let's just do a quick rundown of just the first-time guys because we already kind of know, you know, the guys that are leaving are Barry Bonds and Clemens and them. Fellas, so yeah. <laughs> um, so those are guys that, in my opinion, if they haven't made it in already, I mean, that's kind of it. But we'll see. 
So for first-time guys, though, um, there's some good names here, but I think a little bit more lax list than we've had in years past. Uh, so first and foremost, we have Alex Rodriguez. Um, he's going to be the most hotly debated one. It's going to be like a Barry Bonds, like, what do you do? He's got 3,000 at 600 home runs, almost 700, <laughs> you know. So what do you do with him? He's a Hall of Famer if you don't mind the steroid stuff. If you still are gatekeeping about the steroid stuff, he's not in. So I think that's pretty much where everyone stands with him. Uh, David Ortiz, sure. I think, is pretty much a, a lock for a first ballot. I think that the, the voters love him. And I think that a lot of people even consider him the best DH of all time over Edgar Martinez. So I think that he gets in fairly easily. Yeah, I think um, I think he will get in, but I think they should give him the same what they did with Edgar. They messed around with him because he was a DH and all that other crap. Uh, Big Poppy also steroid allegations against him that kind of got swept under the rug. And the issues he's had recently with that shooting, there was some rumors about why that happened too, which were kind of interesting. Um, they didn't even see it get brought up. Do the fight, you know, the writers kind of look at that? I don't think so. Some players they kind of forget about their steroids. I think like kind of pet it. Giambi, mm-hmm. people kind of forgot about their issues. I don't think he's one of them. While some other guys, they never forget. Great player, but you know, defensively, he literally did absolutely nothing for you. Base running did absolutely nothing for you. And they don't like DHs. So there's my input on David Ortiz. Just yeah, because I love Edgar. Yeah, 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 and it doesn't make sense how they can, you know, the guy's got an award named after him, but he couldn't get it in the Hall of Fame until his last year, and that's, you know, people almost prying him to get in. I know, it was amazing. So, but Big Poppy will be in, they love him. Yeah, that's, I think. player, don't get me wrong, it's just, you know. Yeah. You know, let's let's be fair to everybody here. Yeah, yeah, right. No, he's a Hall of Famer, I'm not going to debate that, but I think that he'll be like first bet, he might even be close to unanimous, I, I'm not even kidding. Um, <laughs> And then there's Mark Teixeira, who I think is a Hall of Famer, switch hitting, first baseman. Champion. Yeah, champion. Defense, um, one of the best yeah. we've ever seen. I was just going to say an amazing defender. So, And I believe he has the most home runs or tied for the most home runs in the same game, both sides of the plate. Yeah, he's yeah he's up there. I remember when he did it. So I think I know he's up there. Um, I just can't remember if he's solely up there, he's, if he's tied. or he's tied with like Swisher or something like that. Yeah, which is funny. Um, but, um, yeah, I think Teixeira should be a Hall of Famer. Switch hit yeah. over 400 home runs. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. What else do you want? Yeah, you got to give credit to the switch hitters because um, there's not many of them that have quite the numbers like him. No. Next one, Tim Linscomb. He's not in, no. but he had some great peak years, especially for the Giants. He Three won four years there. He was dominant, but let's go on. Yeah, no. you know, great Giant. Had some success there, but that's, you know. Uh, Ryan Howard, who really could have been a Hall of Famer. I just don't think he makes it. Um, I think you might see him late in the ballot on a, on a slow year or – Hall of Fame kind of opens up a little bit, or maybe a veterans committee down the line, maybe. Yeah. Because mm. he was just dominant for like five, six, seven years. We were like, this guy's an animal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, talk about peak years. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Um. Then after him, kind of similar case as Prince Fielder, just career ended too short. Um, and just I don't think he has the numbers, but like you said, maybe a veterans committee or something like that. He could fall into that too. Uh, Jimmy Rollins. While I think that he. He may even I could even see him falling off the ballot because oh, just no. forget about him. <laughs> but I, I think he's a Hall of Famer switch as, as a switch hitter. Yeah, bunch of hits, stolen bases, triples, World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. I think he should be a Hall of Famer as a switch hitter again, and yeah. at a non-offensive position at his time. Now offensive shortstops seem like they're all good. Yeah, but back then it wasn't. It was, yeah, you know, him and Reyes and Jeter, and that was kind of your guys. Sure. So. 
Yeah, I, I think he should get in. He may not be first ballot, but I think he'll get in. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Papelbon, I think, should be a Hall of Famer. Uh, they need to tight, They need to lighten up on the pitching, I think, yeah. at this point. I mean, um, what, they're Paul really... I know it took him two couple years, and he was what the second best reliever of all time. Yeah, so like, oh, if you're not Mal, you're not in. Well, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Like the H's, if you're not, you know, Edgar Martinez with the award named after you, you're not in the Hall of Fame. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So I think he should be a, based on his numbers should be a Hall of Famer. Like I said though, that the committee has to be a little, little bit easier on the relievers. I think maybe you know? a late year you might see him or a veterans committee when they really ease up. Some of the older writers kind of fall out of voting, and some of the younger guys come in. Yeah, it's you're getting into those weird years. No one has the stats. Not no one, but not many people have the stats to compete with some of these other guys. Sure. So you got to kind of take that like wins. You're never gonna have 300 wins. You're not gonna have 250. You might not even have 200 after at least last few guys. Right. So like, how do you get them in the whole thing? Yeah. Where do you gauge? Yeah. Next one, Justin Morneau. Just doesn't get in. No. Good player. Um, yeah, he's a good player, but um, whole really don't... good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> same thing here with Carl Crawford. Put up some good years. Yeah, had an yeah. amazing speed. Um, some down years when you kind of expect him to still have good years. Red Sox and Dodgers and um, off the field issues. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, not getting in. No. Uh, Jake Peavy, kind of oh. same thing where it's like, you know, he's just he's just not quite there. But we love. What Jake. he came back from his injury was was very impressive. Not many people, if any, have ever done the injury he came back with and pitched. Wasn't as that well the shoulder? Then. Yeah, thing? completely redone, like Pineda, I believe. But mm-hmm. to be successful um great he has some couple of real good years too yeah not great padre teams but not a hall of famer yeah I from agree. injuries i think but, without injuries he's, he's really pushing it yeah but he had a he had a great career there's nothing really to sneeze at there but great um, competitor yeah oh my god um last two here the uh, second to last one joe nathan i think that joe nathan deserves more looks uh but again they have to be a little bit more relaxed with the relievers yeah. um i think that he had a long career, had a good career, 377 saves. You know, didn't quite have the ERA that Papelbon yeah. did. Didn't have the dominance. I think Papelbon has a little bit a leg up on him, but you know, Papelbon gets in. I, you know, Nathan should be right close with. Yeah, him, he's not far not off. One in, you don't let either on there. Right. Yeah. So again, the, they just have to ease up on the relievers and just pitching in general. But the last one here, uh, AJ Brzezinski. I love him. Um, doesn't get in. He actually might be someone that might fall off the ballot. Yeah. Um, yep. I think he had, you know, as a catcher, he's got really, really good stats. I think he needed a little bit more. Some more hit, a little bit more hits and over the 200 home runs as a catcher. And I think, you know, with the World Series and some stuff, he had a good career. Yeah. Um, As a catcher. That's, As yeah. a catcher, you go, well, you know what? He was pretty good. But competitor, oh my God. He got punched in the face in the middle of a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, But again, you know, if you're having like a Hall of Fame of catchers, maybe. Yeah, he sneaks his way in there. But yeah, you could think about him for yeah. sure. Um, but this guy's like but, a great shock out there. So yeah, yeah, anybody true. can get in, right? That's very true. But that's that's your first year Hall of Famers coming up, and uh, you know that there's some good names on there. But I'd say a little bit lesser year. You've got Ortiz as a lock, and A Rod. You know, if you go purely stats as a lock, but you know, with the steroid thing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but you got some names there for sure. Yeah, the Hall of Fame is always an exciting time. You know, and <laughs> raucous sometimes. Um, but our last bit here, um, before we get into our farewells, um, our trivia question. And it goes with, you know, we've seen Harper win the MVP and, you know, stuff like that. Harper becoming, you know, I think the sixth player to have uh, MVP on two different teams. Uh, so the trivia question, who was the first player to win MVP on two different teams? 
And the answer to that is Jimmy Fox. In 1932 and 33, he won the MVP with the A's. In 1938, he won the MVP with the Red Sox. So he was the first one to do it, which is pretty surprising. That was pre-free agency as well. So he mm. took a trade of a guy who still had talent to win MVP. So it's kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what they got. So, um, I suit, like Cy Young, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah. But yeah, so that was just a trivia question. He was the first player to win MVP on two different teams. Jimmy Fox uh, with the A's in 32 and 33 and the Red Sox in 1938. Yeah, that was uh, shortly after, By the, for people that maybe don't know or, or um, are not as familiar with the early uh, stages of the game, you couldn't win MVP more than once. It was kind of like you won it, and it's like, okay, you got your MVP, and they would consider other people. So that's why you don't see guys like old, back then having like seven, like Barry Bonds did, because you, you were... Like he had to have like ten of them, right? Yeah, exactly. So you were kind of locked to your one, and that was around the time they, they got rid of that rule. So that's why he probably is the first, because he was really good back then. Sure was. Um, but no, that's a... You know, people forget about Jimmy Fox. Uh, he was really... he was outstanding player so a high average guy too yeah brute yeah big country guy probably um Um, so yeah so it's a good trivia question as always yeah uh, and that's that's pretty much all we got here i think our follow-up or 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 last uh lasting words here we have uh, thanksgiving this week yep so that's uh it's always been my favorite holiday so i like to enjoy that watch some football and enjoy the food that you don't get all the time and uh, the company and family and stuff like that so that should be a good time um so sure. enjoy your your thanksgiving and and have a good time and sort of football around or whatever you gotta do it's supposed to be pretty nice weather too in our area at least so that's, that's pretty much all i got it's last word there is thanksgiving coming so excited yeah it was a good 2021 season we're gonna go into our off season now um so everyone enjoy your thanksgiving we are going to be off next week and then we're going to start the week after that and from there until towards the beginning you know uh about february like spring training time we will start going back to every week but until then we'll go every other week and we're going to do last year we did top players of all at each position this year we're going to do top franchise teams you know so we'll pick all the best at each position that's best yankee and best oriole and blah blah, blah. so we'll do the al east first kind of like your, um, your diamond who was your best right fielder yeah oriole history who was your bestest you know, stuff like that, um, and kind of right. give your franchise best. Uh, really dives deeper into some guys you might not think about too much on some of the smaller teams. Yeah, especially um, the teams that are a little newer. And then you got some of the older teams like the Yankees, you know, who's your Mount Rushmore kind of thing. It's like, wow, who are you leaving off? Mm-hmm. So, I know. Uh, it should be exciting, and it should, you know, it's always great to talk about the history of the game because there's nothing better. Sure. Yeah, so that's where we'll, we'll be doing for the next uh, few months. We'll have about six episodes there, and then we'll go into our uh, predictions. So... Like Frank said, you know, have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Uh, we're going to be off next week. Um, and then we got Christmas coming. So, you know, everyone stay safe. And it was a good season, good 2021 season. We'll see what happens in the off season, And God willing, there's no problem with the CBA. Oh, so <laughs> um, so that's that's all I have to leave off with is let's hope the CBA doesn't cause a freaking problem. So big, Yeah, big ruckus. <laughs> we'll see, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's kind of all I got. So if that's all you got, then let's just wrap it up and that's it. finish her off. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple podcasts, as well as Google podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel, as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at real Michael Pre. You can follow me on Instagram at Michael Pre. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official screwball Twitter at screwball pod. You can follow our official screwball Facebook at screwball pod. No Ian screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.